are so excited for you guys to be joining us today as we are talking about empowerment and just empowering one another. As we know, this world is so much going on in the world. Um, Holiday times are hard for a lot of people. For some people, it's a time of happiness, but for some people, it is so hard um, with dealing with grief to just so much that is going on in our world today. The loss of loved ones. Um, you know, this has been a really hard year for so many people, whether you're a mom, an educator, an entrepreneur. And so I'm excited today that we're going to be talking about some amazing things. And we have a special guest and her name is Sharon Baker. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring her to the stage. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Hello. Thank you for inviting me, and, and I'm glad to be here this morning. Oh, my goodness. We're just excited for you to be on stage with us today, um, just taking the time out to be on Empower You Crown Up. Um, tell us about yourself. What do you do? All of that good stuff. What makes Sharon Sharon? <laughs> well, my name is Sharon Baker Boykin, and I'm an attorney and a legal life coach, and I help business professionals to protect their family, their friends, their loved ones, their religious and charitable organizations by developing a legal estate plan. Because as you know, we all have a date that we're going to transition and all of the things we are acquiring during our lifetime, no matter what the value is, we can't take it with us. So we have to have a plan in place to protect and, and give to our loved ones and future generations. So that's what I am doing now. I'm an author as well and a speaker and just enjoying what God is doing in me and for me and for others. Oh, goodness. I love that. And one thing you just said that stands out is your stuff. You can't take it with you. And so growing up, I would always hear the pastor say, like, you can't put it in a U-Haul and carry it along with you. <laughs> but people care a lot about their stuff. So have you noticed that it's a certain mindset of people that you are working with or do you, can you tell like within the first, you know, three or four minutes, like, okay, this is not going anywhere. They, they're not ready. <laughs> well, and, and let me tell you why it's such a personal story for me. Um, in the Friday before Father's Day in 2018, my dad passed. Mm. Now, as we know, Father's Day is in June. I had death in the family in July, August, September, mm. October, November, December, January. Wow. Yes. You guess you don't even want to answer the phone. You know, just you know, who is it this time? Yes. And so my great aunt passed away in January of twenty nineteen. And then I became a probate court administrator in May of twenty nineteen. So I said, okay, God prepared me on the inside, dealing with all those family members all over the country. Some had plans in place, some didn't. And now to go and work for the court that handles that area of the law and seeing it every day, seeing what happens when people pass, or even when you're still alive, there's some things that you need to do to take care of yourself. But seeing how it works when you're prepared and when you don't. Mm. And then I looked at some statistics, and this is what really got me. 61% of white people, 67% of English-speaking Asians, 
77 percent of black people and 82 percent of hispanics mm. die without an estate plan mm. so when you look at those statistics and then you know i had started writing books and my sister encouraged me she said sharon you need to write a book that explains what happens you know so people can be prepared but her comment was, don't use those fancy legal words that you lawyers like to use <laughs> that we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Keep it simple. So I wrote a book called Help Me Get My Stuff in Order. Yes. And it's basically a workbook looking at your stuff and who do you want to leave stuff to, who do you want to help, who do you want to bless. I mean, you know, from a Christian perspective, we're, we're to be stewards of things God has allowed us to acquire. But like you said, we can't take it with us. We can't take a U-Haul truck. You know, you can't <laughs> dump it all in the in the casket. So, you know, you have children. You have, you know, even your church and your religious organization, charitable organizations. How can you be a blessing even when you have transitioned? Mm. And um, you know, I know it's not a happy topic. And but then I start looking. I said, why do we not prepare? And there are a couple of myths I want to share with you and your audience on why we don't get prepared. Okay. One of the one of the myths says, "If I do my will, I'm telling God I'm ready to die." Mm, that's and a myth. We know that's a myth. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that we that date. We have a date we're born and a date we're gonna transition, and we're living in that dash. Yes. <laughs> we don't. Everybody has a date, whether you have a will or not. We still have a date. So it's not dependent upon you getting prepared for it. It's basically being a good steward except over the things that you've acquired. Then this next myth says, I'm not rich, so I don't need to take care of my stuff. Mm. Really? (laughs) You have clothes, you have a car, you may have bank account, house, jewelry. (laughs) You have something. (laughs) Something. And I will tell you that when I was a younger attorney, I had a lady, she was in her mid-80s, she came to see me, she bought me 10 sheets of notebook paper where she wrote out everything she owned Mm. and who she wanted it to go to. Now, Brittany, when I say everything, (laughs) dishes, towels, sheets, pillowcases, clothes, hats. But you know what? She probably did that because you see so many families are torn apart and they fight over everything from the car to you name it. Everything. Jury. (laughs) Right. And that was her concern. She said she had been in too many ugly, ugly family fights and she did not want one when it was her turn. She just wanted to, you know, spell it all out and I said, okay, she's probably been one of the smartest clients I've ever had. (laughs) Not about the how much it costs is still her stuff. But experience stuff. shapes you. Experience, your life experiences shape you. Absolutely. That's and right. then this last myth says, well, it costs too much money to do an estate plan. Mm. It actually costs more because some of the things that have to happen, we have to publish a notice in the newspaper that runs four weeks to let everybody know you died without a will. Wow. You have a claim against this person's estate. So here comes the fighting. Oh, goodness. And then you have people that have been married or have relationships with children from different relationships. 
they don't all get along, so here comes the fight. Yes. And it costs more money to fight over that stuff versus if you have put something in place, here it is, and now we still are dealing with the loss of the person. We don't have to add, you know, hot sauce on top of that with the <laughs> fighting over the stuff. Yeah, it gets bad. Um, you know, I can speak to that. Like with my own family, there's been, you know, things that still have not been resolved from, yes. you know, 2000 for years, to be honest with you. Um, okay. It just seemed like, honestly, each time somebody dies, it gets worse and worse, you know, with the fighting and the this and the that. And, you know, you're just like, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. But it doesn't have to come to that, you know? And when you talk about empowering, especially your audience, women especially, mm-hmm. that's an empowering move is to put something in place. That's right. And then you can go and enjoy the rest of your life, which is what this lady said when she came back to sign her wheel. She said she had the biggest smile. And now I can go and enjoy the rest of my life yes. knowing that when the time comes, there won't be any fighting in mess. Yes, I love and that. And that's the thing. It's like, be, be, be empowered in that um, area of life. Even though like, it's not a fun topic, but it is one that's going to touch every last person. True. And listening to you talk made me think about, you know, as we think about generations to generations, but you also think about the mindset. And so when you depend on how you're raised and how things were viewed, you're going to have that mindset. But once you break free from that and you get out in the world and you live life, you realize like, no, these are, there are certain things you learn that, okay, I need to do these things. Like this is actually good. Like you said, to come against those myths. (laughs) Right. And it is empowering because you are taking control versus letting whichever state you live in. That's right. Determine the process. And, and I'd uh, rather take control than the yeah. state, okay? Because they don't know right. my stuff. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's the thing. And you can leave it to whomever you decide. Yes. You don't necessarily have to be a family member. You can decide and empower yourself and just say, you know, because if you th- don't think nobody wants your stuff, tell everybody, come <laughs> to my house and get whatever you want and watch the stampede. <laughs> and things that you didn't even have a clue that somebody would have their eye on. Oh, yes. I mean, you want the salt and pepper shakers or whatever. <laughs> you want this base or you just reminded me one time I uh, had a lady come over. She was babysitting. And uh, when they came back, she was like, ooh, I want that that's in your son's closet. And I'm like, uh, first of all, why was you in the closet? I mean, I have no, once he outgrows the stuff, you know, that's okay. But the fact that you are already telling me, you, ooh, I want that. I'm like, oh, no, you can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> that she may have taken something forward that she was supposed to catch. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you know, when when I think about, too, you know, women especially, we have this S tattooed on our chest. And we, and our level of, of, of excellence is so high. Yes. That when somebody gives us something, we want to do it perfectly. And, and we, and it beats you up because you're trying to live up to this. Expectation. Image. Yes. And it's not what we, and, and the more we do, the more people put on your plate. Mm-hmm. While they go and enjoy life, you know, they put stuff on your plate because, you know, they know you're going to do it perfectly. That's right. You know? Or so, you're going to do it immediately. You're right. Right. And you don't take care of your own needs. Mm. Your, and, and 
and and pray and say, good God, what do you want me to do? And put some limits on some stuff so that you can protect yourself. Your mind, your body, your spirit, mm-hmm. everything got to be protected. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of times, especially working with clients, they'll say, okay, how do I say no without feeling the guilt or feeling like people are going to be like this or, you know, look at me differently? But what I realized is that people don't even care. Like, if you tell them, no, I can't because of the, the people, ugh, you don't, you're not going to do it. Okay, you're just not going to do it. And <laughs> they don't care. They don't care of if you're like, no, I need to prioritize me. I have, like, never heard a person say, oh, so you need to prioritize yourself. Well, go ahead and do that. You know, they're like, oh, you're just not going to be able to do it. And it's just like people are so self-centered. But I wanted to ask you a question about mm-hmm. um, how you were saying God was preparing you for this journey. Um, mm-hmm. And there you had so much loss back to back, back to back mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. What did you do for your mental health? Because when you are going through grief, you your brain changes, like it alters. And mm-hmm. sometimes you get in a dark space because you're like... Like, life keeps going because people still call you. Work keeps going. And you're like, you really, you tried to get, not necessarily get over, but you're healing with one death. And it sounds like each time you got to a place or you're trying to wrap your mind around it, somebody else is calling you about somebody else dying. You're like, what is going on, God? Right. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I have to realize my ways are not like God's ways. That's right. Saying it and, and walking through it is still two different things. Yes. <laughs> but but some of the times, especially when I, you know, transitioned and became, you know, working in the court system and, and seeing it every day, I would leave work or, you know, go on to lunch and I would just stand outside, look up in the sky and say, God, I'm sorry. Mm. Here I am. Even, you know, what am I going to wear to work? What am I going to do? What am I going to eat? You know, compared to what, uh, and then when I was going through that situation with my family members, but then seeing it from other people's perspectives too on a daily basis, it's like, God, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Mm. Your timing is not like my timing. We all have a, a date. We came here for a purpose. That's right. When that purpose is over, we transition. And then the thing, too, is that you realize I still have a say-so because I don't want to follow that enemy who's yakking in the ear. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to end up in the hole in the pit in the in the fire with him. I, that's not where my end result is going to be. But it's a it's a daily process. And but again, I catch myself sometimes, sometimes later and sooner. <laughs> And one of the other things that I have done, I don't know where I read it at, but I would sometimes go into the bathroom or pull out a mirror and look at it and then just put the biggest smile on your face where you're showing all your teeth and just (laughs) hold it, even when you don't feel like it, but just hold it because that's the reprogramming of that negative energy to a positive Mm -hmm. one. And then, you know, now you got time to now reset God, what do you want me to learn from this situation, and what do you want me to do going forward? And um, now, again, I say a lot of stuff out loud because I definitely am not perfect. But when I say it, I'm hearing myself say these words, and it's also a reminder that each and every day, 
you have got to be prepared. Seek his guidance because that enemy never takes a day off. No. And you just have to, you know, you have to prepare yourself. Yes. And I'm glad you said that because when you think about the minds and just think about negative thoughts, like on a daily basis, once I found out that the average mind thinks anywhere between 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day and 85% of those are negative, I was like, man, that means we have to consciously, intentionally work to be positive and that's why it makes sense. Like, you, how many times have people been at work and you're talking to somebody and they say something negative and then now everybody's like, yeah, and then she did this. Or, you know, wait a minute, stop. We don't need to be talking about that. We need to stay positive so we can make it through the day because that affects your whole mood and everything. So, well, Sharon, we're so excited for you to have been here on our show, um, Empower You, Crown Up. What are some words of wisdom or empowerment that you would leave for our audience today in regards to get your stuff in order? (laughs) (laughs) Well, a couple of things. One is, I would just say manage your eights. Sleep eight hours. We may have a job, but we're working eight hours. What are you doing that third eight hours? Okay. <laughs> Which is why, you know, you have to kind of prepare whether it's Sunday morning, Sunday after church, or look at your upcoming week and schedule those things that you need to take care of for yourself, mm-hmm. your family, your health. Mm-hmm. Mark the schedules on a calendar, on right. your, 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 to, your to-do list. So then when people start crowning all this extra stuff on your plate, you say, oh, I'm sorry, I already got an appointment. You need to tell them what the appointment is for. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't meet at that time. You know, I already got an appointment. They don't need to know that that appointment may be, I got to go for a 10-minute walk outside. Yes. That's your appointment. That's for you. Right. That's right. So I would just encourage people to, one, manage your aches and look at, if you have that conversation, with God, what does he want you to accomplish that day, that week, and mark it on your calendar mm-hmm. and you know, schedule that time off each and every day. And then in terms of getting your stuff in order, um, I do have a free ebook if people want to get in contact with me, if you go to www.helpmegetmystuffinorder.com All right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, um, and that's the other way for them to connect with me. And if they wanted to then schedule a consultation with me, we can talk about their personal situation, how they can put together an estate plan that addresses who they want to leave stuff to. Um, and no matter what state they live in, I'm a member of a bar, several bar association. I can find you some people in your state that if you need an attorney to help you finalize some things. But let's just have a conversation to talk about your options. You have more power than you think you have. Mm. Let's exercise our power more to take care of ourselves and the stuff. And probably the most important stuff is your kids. Right. If something happened to you and your children are under the age of 18 or even they are special needs children who always need someone, you know who you trust. That's right. Because some people are just looking for the money and they don't care about kids and I said that's your most important item to take care of your your kids and then there are other options on the rest of that stuff that we could talk about but just know that you have power 
you have control, you have a life, you have a purpose, and let's just enjoy and figure out a plan that makes sense for you, keeps a smile on your face, and keep moving forward. Oh, goodness. I love that. I love that. Well, y'all make sure that y'all tune in and tap in, connect with me, sharing. Help me get my stuff in order.com. I love that. It's ringy. It's catchy. They're going to remember that. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's, just, it's real. You know, it's real. And these are things that we really, truly need to do. Um, we can't keep saying, I'm going to put it off. I'm going to put it off. Because we know the more we do that, that becomes a never. And I love how you said, if you put something on the calendar, stick with it. You don't owe anybody any explanation, but it's so much easier if it's already on there. Because we already know if we move our stuff around, we never get to the stuff for us. And so I love that. I need you guys to connect with Sharon, okay? Help me get my stuff in order.com. Go download her free ebook and get all the tips and tools that you need. Well, thank you so much, Sharon, for being a guest on Empower You Crown Up. We look forward to seeing you more on our shows to come because each month in 2024, we're going to have different things going on. And so we look forward to having you, bringing you back again. And thank you so much. And we hope that you have an amazing day. Well, thank you again for inviting me. I look forward to coming back too. Yes. Keep up the good work. Thank you. (laughs) It's hard work in these streets. (laughs) 